Okay. Welcome back. This is Rod on the Filter Podcast. I got the Chocolate Cowboy. And this name of the episode is called Cigar Talking Bullshit. Fuck it. What's going on, Leaks? Nothing much, my man. How are you? Staying chilly like Ice Cube in Alaska. But they're melting right now because it's summertime. Yeah, man. Let's let's talk about that bullshit I saw the other day. What? Evander, Evander Holyfield. Oh, yeah. Getting his brakes beat the fuck up. So, I have a theory to this. Actually, no, it's not even a theory anymore. It's what I expected. I'm pretty sure due to the fact that his name was Evander Holyfield, they let him fight without clear because did you see the the mid work video that he did he looked slow he looked very bad like his mid work and hey, how you doing man his uh his mid work speed hey, hey that was a that's just a brother walking down the street you know what i mean uh, so his mid work speed and everything else was bad man and i was sitting there and this is what like three days before the fight like and i was like bro like <laughs> why are you fighting What the hell? Like, why are you fighting, you know, at this type of weight? Yeah. Why are you fighting at this type of weight? Also, not type of weight, but why are you fighting? And you're this slow. And also, I think he has CTE. (laughs) Which, I think he does have CTE. Yeah, that's, it's just crazy overall, man. But, I mean, did you see the, did you see the whole fight? I watched half the fight. It was bad. How you doing? How you doing? It was it was a really bad fight, and I was like, I was like, as much as I wanted to see Evander Holyfield come back, you know, and do his thing, I was kind of like disappointed. And I was like, yo, you kind of ruined your legacy now. Like, but the sad thing about it is, he still thinks he got it. No, he can't. He knows he like he lost like what? he said he said he wants a rematch of Evander real deal Holyfield versus Iron Mike. He would get squashed. I think Iron Mike is like he actually is so Iron Mike will win this one. His, his inner warrior is still there. Right. I mean, like if if I knock ten years off of him, I think he could. Let me say fifteen, fifteen years off of him. I think he could beat Dante Wilder. How focused he is nowadays in his life. Who, Mike Tyson. Mike, <clears throat> I gotta see how Deontay Wilder does on his third fight. I think I see it now. I see something different in him than it was before, and he's I, actually now doing body shots. I, th- I think everybody looks good in practice, right? Right. Like everybody looks good at practice, like, but when them lights come on, you gonna go back to the old habits. Oh yeah, the crazy uh, I call it the fly swatter technique. That's how he looks like he's punching. That motherfucker look like he's punching <laughs> the sky. Yeah, and he be knocking him out. It, he just be knocking him out. He got heavy fist. But I, I feel like Dante Wilder is not gonna beat Tyson Fury because Tyson Fury is a more sound boxer. He he got footwork. I never seen somebody so big with footwork like him. He's be six seven. He's elusive. For him to be six seven. And that way to move like that and move his combos like that, I feel like he's going to give him problems again. If Dante can't knock him out, there's going to be problems. 
I, mean, I think I think he's gonna out, out, outpoint him. I think he's gonna outpoint him. I think him. I think Fury's gonna try to go for the knockout on this one. He's trying to get this done as quick as possible so he can focus on Anthony Joshua, which Anthony Joshua has his own fight <laughs> to be worried about right now because he's going against uh, what's his name? Um, the Russian guy, which is like one of the best, I think like light heavyweights out there. But can can we say this? Can can we put a tombstone on somebody's career? Who? Manny got to give it up. You know what I mean? And I'm, I'm glad my brother Spence, big bro Spence, said, you know what I mean, he got hurt because he got embarrassed. Manny got embarrassed. I say, I say Manny just do one more. I don't and think, it needs to be against Spence. I don't think Manny got it. You see how many punches Manny took to that face? You know how good that boxer is, though? I've never seen a Cuban that, at that size. Let me, let me yeah. first of all, let me say that. But that's just that. He's Cuban. Do you not know that boxing is one of the number one Cuban things to do in Cuba? I did not know that. I thought they make Cubans. <laughs> but they work all they work bo- at a farm and make <laughs> they Cubans. Box in these makeshift boxing gyms with one of the most the best boxing trainers out there. But you, you got rigging down. But do you think he can really handy handle a body shot from Spence? Yeah. Spence, you think he still can compete for a title? That's what Spence I'm pretty much saying. Even, Spence wouldn't even make it against the boxer that Manny just went against. Um, and Spence is one of my favorite boxers. Amazon, can I or hey Alexa, can we order a drug test? <laughs> I feel like I feel like Spence and Crawford should be the next thing going. Like, but I gotta say this too. This this is a dark horse. I'm gonna throw out there. I think. Tyson, Tyson Fury's little brother, would beat the shit out of Jake Paul. I think, I think he would beat the shit out of Jake Paul if he make that happen. Why is that even a fight? Do you say Jake Paul's talking about he want to do that I or Mazadov? You I think Mazadov can do good with him, or you think it would be who, the same thing? Who cares about Mazadov? That's what he said. He went the next. He said he didn't want Tyson Fury. Going... First of all, UFC. Well, first of all, ain't gonna leave the UFC, and second. Um, and second, you know, and actually, that's a good, that's a good point. Masvidal in boxing, I don't know if that could even possibly happen, because Masvidal is such a kickboxer that, you know, you're taking away his elements, and he does blitz. You can't blitz when you're uh, boxing. What What about this? Let's go back to and then that. Tommy Horn, Tommy Fury mm-hmm. against G. Come on now. Come on now. Like, <laughs> like why? Like, why? Why would that be a thing? J-Paul, I mean, J-Paul, like, he proved himself. Oh, yeah, that's, no, hold on, real quick. Let me go to that, that, that J-Paul fight real quick. I, I got Willie winning, because he did knock him down. No. He did have him in the ropes. No. Let you don't think you, he was in, you think let, it was a trip? Let me tell you something real quick. I'm so tired of Tyrone Woodley. You don't think you don't think it was a trip though? Tyrone Woodley, first of all, uh, yeah, he he got him that point when he actually wanted to throw his hands. Tyrone Woodley is so scared to throw his hands in fighting because he will two things. He'll gas out. He'll gas out quick if he does. He carry a lot of muscle though. Yeah, and and 
he's scared to get knocked out because his chin is so like light. Can, can I say this too? If Rocky, you know what I mean, if Sylvester Stallone is listening to this podcast, I, I know I'm, I'm a small time podcaster, but can we get can can we get Tyrone Woodley as cover? Clubbers Lane's son. That that'd be perfect. He looked like Mr. T a little bit. That'd be perfect. Weren't they talking about that before? Yo, that'd be perfect. You don't gotta worry about Michael B. Jordan get bruised up. Why do we have to keep going back to old Rocky characters? I'm just I'm just saying that's that's my favorite movie. I mean, like, that inspired me as a kid, man. I, I did to me as well. But I'm saying is why if if I think Creed's done by the way. Creed 1 was good because it was his own thing. The second one was good too, man. Creed 2 was good because it was Dragoff. It was like his son. So, yeah, it made sense because that was Rocky's point in life where he, like, he got PTSD from that fight. If you do Clubber Lang, that's going back. Man, I just think. That's going mean? way back. It's nothing like. It takes me back, man. The 90s. I know I'm going everywhere. This, This is like. <laughs> I'm like Gary Seinfeld of podcasts. I go everywhere. My, my podcast is about nothing. Did you see Space Jam too? Let me tell you this. I'm a big Brawny fan. Braun is a legend to me. Like, but I, I'm really, I feel like the soundtrack was all for me. Yeah, the soundtrack like, was a little off. Like, you, you, you look back at, you look at back, excuse me, I burped. You look back at all the the original Space Jam, which I watched on Hulu again. The the soundtrack, the presentation of the movie, even though that shit was the the animation was different back in the nineties, of course. It still looked good. But the presentation, the storyline, everything. The soundtrack. Soundtrack. Yeah. The Mod Squad come out. With with the the red man the red the method man like that 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 thing was everything as yeah. a kid man but it was yeah the soundtrack was the soundtrack was bad um then the Porky Pig part was horrible they they didn't even have my skunk dude in there because they canceled Pepe Le Pew Pepe Le Pew was everything man like and he was only in a fraction of the first one too so. But it was cool that the fact that they did have all of Warner Bros. kind of, like, pictures, though. It was kind of like everybody, like the Iron Giant or, you know, those type of, like, it, it was different than just being a Looney Tunes movie. And you know what I mean? They had classic balls on there. Muggsy Bowl. They had, they had fucking Charles Barkley. They had uh, Larry people. Johnson. I don't know why they didn't bring. Why, I don't even know why they didn't bring. You know Michael what I mean? Like don't ballers I looked up to Charles Barkley, uh, undersized power forward, six four on his good days, get a rebound. Like the new boys, you know what I mean? Had the brow and like that. I, I really didn't like it. Like Charles Barkley was. Uh, I, I like the, I like the, I like the classic one better. It's like them it, trying it, to make a remake of Enter the Dragon. You know what I mean? It's like, why touch Osh? You know what I mean? They like, should make another Last Dragon, though. Like, I, I, like I said, I I respect the movie, but I it wasn't for me. Like, well, it ain't supposed. And that's the one thing kind of somebody talked about. It was like, y'all, 
It's not for my generation. You know what I mean? I'm almost 30 years old. It's not not for me. Like, even though LeBron was in high school when I was, you know what I mean, when I was in elementary. Like, but, like, I felt like it was all right, though. What? It was what I thought it was going to be. It was a little there and a little there. It wasn't supposed to be, you know, catering to the old fans. Wait, it was for the more the newer generation. Who who do you think is? Do you really believe in the hype of Khabib coming back? No, because Khabib doesn't even want to come back. They, they were saying that it's a matchup. I I think he needed to stay out of it because his 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 cousins coming so close to getting a belt chance, and that would mess him up. His cousin out of the ranking. Let me tell you something. So, Habib is Islam my, is nice, man. My, my, Habib is my favorite fighter in the UFC of all time. And nah, GSP. Look, I say it for me. GSP whoop his ass. No, he would turtle him. A prime GSP? He would turtle him. So, I, th- I, th- I feel like Habib took the, the game plan of GSP. You look at early GSP training. And then also, these people went... He Habib, did gymnastics. He should have gave him the GSP fight instead of talking about, oh, you know, he's coming back or, you know, they should have gave him that GSP fight when GSP was doing his role. Yo, I'm telling Habib you now. He wasn't also champ at the time. That had been the biggest money fight in UFC history. Yeah, but I forgot. Like, Habib wasn't champ at that point. Like, Habib didn't get his name actually until he fought Conor McGregor. How, how do you feel about Conor now, man? I don't know. I don't like him even more than I did before because... Do you think... I feel like... I feel like the success ruined him. And as it does for everybody else. I feel like... I I feel like once you have all that money in your bank, you can't be hungry like that. You lose your hunger. And that's what happened, man. And also, this dude is cheating on his wife. He's doing, like, weird stuff. And... It's just like people look up to that. I think people just look up to the money. And he even said it. He wants, he's in it for the money. A lot of people in it for the, the legacy, the success, you know, the stuff that comes with it. Do you feel like, do you feel like, I, I really don't want to see a third fight of Dustin. He did a third fight. It's a fourth one. And I, it's impossible. I you really, shouldn't, you shouldn't even, that shouldn't even be like a thing. And I don't think they are, because honestly, Dustin, has so much better stuff to do than just the I think he should just be the gatekeeper now. Who? GSP. I mean, uh, Connor. What I mean, a top 10. You want to go His with top 10? His ego is too big to be a gatekeeper. You got to go through Connor. You got to. And he, he messed himself up so bad, he can't even do Floyd Mayweather, come in, get the money, and go type stuff now. Like, they got to feed him to, like, the newer dudes. Because he keeps going for rematches now. He doesn't want to fight new blood. Do you feel like, do you feel like he tarnishes his legacy if he keep on fighting and losing? No, he's tarnishing his legacy by doing dumb stuff outside the cage. You know, he broke his leg, okay. You can't fault him for that. You can't, because it's like, everybody seems like they're breaking a leg now. But I mean, like, it's just, you, you, I, you can't, but the way that you hold yourself as a person it's, it, it shows your characteristics about yourself. And especially for someone as a fighter and has a big name to himself, it's kind of embarrassing 
we saw Conor McGregor grow. Literally, we saw him grow from the guy that came in with the Taekwondo karate style, the bladed stance. You know, he came in with the, the braids, the Viking look. Yeah. Skinny is all crack. He had the crackhead diet. It wasn't the Ethiopian crackhead diet. You know, he did his thing. Then, then at a certain point, it all changed. And then he he got the, uh, went against uh, Ho- uh, Jose Aldo. Then at that point, you saw a transition change of his attitude because he was getting hype and attention. From that point when he got the interim title to now then title, they didn't defend it at all. And then he just he got up there. It was probably the UFC's biggest hype, successful hype train. Yeah, their most successful hype train. But he yeah. also had a whole country backing him, too. Like, I, I feel like he's, he's at a position where they're not going to feed him. Like, I think Dana White actually is seeing the downfall of him. He got his whiskey. He got everything else. I think it's time for him to go, to be honest. I think it's time for him to just, hey, like, bounce. You know, do your thing. You know, do your promotions for whatever the hell But do it you is. feel like, what about him and um, O'Malley? Sam O'Malley. One Why do you say O'Malley like that? O'Malley? O'Malley, whatever. Oh, he's Irish, dude. O- O'Malley, he, no. Fuck no. O'Malley and Conor is never going to happen because O'Malley doesn't even want to fight ranked fighters. <laughs> so, like, O'Malley is such, like, a hype train, but they're just ruining his reputation, and he is, too. Um, well, well, also, you know what I mean? Fast forward, I ain't going to try and make a whole episode about Conor and his downfalls. What do you think about, um... No, I'm going to do that. What about Game? First, uh, Kane. Game, what's his name? Game? Gone, serial gone, serial gone versus uh, casual. You're a casual dude. By uh, go against uh, <laughs> Francis. 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 Um, I, I like his style though. He he, he reminded me like of a. So you know the backstory. A, a, a young, a young Tyrone Spong. Okay. Or okay. or a young Overeem. Remember Overeem? Yeah. Was he, a he savage. Was, he was more agile day. back then until his big, big chin got glassy. Throwing them kicks. So you know the backstory between them two, right? Mm-mm. So they actually were teammates. Oh, so Francis he kind of so he so he so he kind of got so the, the information on the they, homework, right? Now, if Nuganu throws it and hits you in your head, that's it. So Gan, I mean, Gan's footwork is going to have to really be on point that day. Do you feel like Honestly, he's going to clinch up with him? Oh hell yeah. Or take it to the ground. That's think, what that's what John Jones would do. You think you'd be able to get like a if he can get a shitty takedown on on fucking um Stepe? Mm-hmm. I feel like he can probably take that boy down. He didn't. It wasn't really a takedown. He um he uh what he did was. He I thought reversed he ta- it. I thought he reversed him and took him down it and finished nah, him. he got back up quick and then like he sprawled on him. And then got back up and then he got him from the back while standing up and started throwing those bombs at his chest. Um you know, serial gun is a problem in the heavyweight division, dude. I felt you know what I mean? And I and I overlooked him. I said, Yo I did too. I said, Man, Derek Derek is about to put that work in on him. Yeah, and then I forgot Derek Lewis don't even like the like the throw hit bombs too. I said this man about to have a a, a rack of ribs after this fight after <laughs> knock him out. Right, 
Derek Lewis, I'm starting to have a kind of a a, a love and hate relationship with Derek Lewis because he has no technique, but he doesn't even know how to properly defend himself. Cause he does this whole like shelling thing when he covers his head like this and then like in fetal position. People used to shell up. Let me let me use it. What you call it? Sorry, I'm going to cross over. What you call it? Used to force. I mean, George Foreman used to do like a mommy shell. Fuck motherfuckers up. Yeah. Well, he did like. He used to do like his uh yeah like that type of like uh, hands across the face, which you're prone to getting uppercut. But um. His is like more like this when you can't see, which in MMA you're putting your hands over your eyes. Which why would you want to do that? Because then you can do takedowns on them. But I f- I feel like that's gonna be a good fight now. It's gonna be a definitely. The heavyweight division has been really bad up and down lately, dude. I f- I feel like what you call a loss of stock though. Ooh, Stipe. This one person could have had the whole world. I feel like looking back at it. I'm the big Johnny, Johnny Bones fan of all time. Mm-hmm. But Dominique Reyes, I'm looking back, I watched a couple times the fight. Since I had nothing to do. Sitting at home, lonely, downstairs. Dominique Reyes won that. Dominique Reyes won that. I feel like he won it. Yeah, he did. They, they, he got robbed. But now I feel like the Polish going to be going to hold that belt for a long while. Like, man, that dude is good. And then that, John, just John, like, God, yeah. John, whatever his name is. No, it's Blakovich. Yeah, Blakovich. I, I feel like Blakovich is so good, but also you got another Polish dude coming up to meet him too. Ooh. Um, his dude's like a Muay Thai specialist, like a Muay Thai. He's doing like spinning elbows and oh, dude, he is legit. I gotta show you him, man. I had to send you him uh, his, his stuff. Like, he is. He, that heavy that light heavyweight division has some straight killers on there, man. Like, like I guess like they've been learning from the. Once you have a good like, this is my thing. If you have a fighter, right? Like John Bones Jones was good at that time when he was doing crazy spinning stuff. People look on to that and want to, you know, do emulate. The same, yeah. So then that division, that's what causes a division to, you know, have a, a, a transition or upgrade. So now. You got motherfuckers that are doing that shit and like, dude, I don't know. Jones was like, I, I, Jones's undefeated reign is going to end very soon, man. And honestly, if I was him, I would go to boxing. I, I feel like John, John can, I feel like John right now doesn't want to fight. He had plenty of opportunities right he now. He looks like a damn dad right now. He had plenty of opportunities to fight. And if I was him, he should have took that damn uh, Francis Nuganu deal while it was. He doesn't, and he wanted money. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. Um, you don't think he has no, not a big name enough to. You don't get, got the star power. Yeah, the star think. power to even negotiate. Like it's sad to say, but Conor McGregor's the only one that can do that. And the UFC don't even pay people, bro. They don't even pay people good enough. To even like for them to fight, but then you got people that came from nothing to people that are you know that had got big checks, and then you're they're clashing because you know people want that money and then people don't. People can't even afford their own camps. I, I feel like it's a lot of people that I feel like should go to Bellator and ask for a release because it's 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 money over there. 
Bellator. Look, my thing is. I respect Bellator. Bellator is okay. I like AJ, I like AJ Keys. Okay. He beat the shit out of Pitbull. I, I feel like that was a good fight. Pitbull was good. And I still think Pitbull's good, too. Um, Actually, I think he's really good. He Pitbull, can definitely, he Pitbull, definitely gets some easy wins over there. Pitbull uh, messed up uh, uh, Michael Chandler. Yeah. I feel like what you call can definitely get an easy wins over there. He Pitbull, definitely, if Pitbull goes to the UFC, yeah. But then he got to... Go against, you know. I'm talking about, like, what if, like, all the organizations get down and make a tournament? Oh, yeah. So, like, okay, so check that out. So, that's what they're trying to do now to go against the UFC, because UFC right now is a, a monopoly. So, what they're trying to do is... Some super fights? They're try, no, they're trying to, like, unify them. So, you know how you have the WBC, the, uh, like, the boxing and everything else? So, like Showtime boxing or HBO boxing yeah. and stuff like that. They're trying to, like, make sure that everybody is, like, they're trying to make one big super fight. Then also give them insurance and more pay. Bro, if that happens, I'm telling like, you. Like, what, what would your, your dream fight be? So, if, if oh, man, with, like, fighters now? I mean, out of each organization. Let's do, let's, let's say two divisions. You know, I would have loved... Let's, let's say 185. 185. And 205. And what's what Pitbull, like 45? Michael Chandler is then 17. No, no, no not a, Michael... AJ Keys. Nah, 160. All right. No, one, 155. All right, let's do a tournament. Who do you think would, he would go against good in a dream fight for you? In a dream fight? Out of those people? Yeah, three divisions. Them three divisions. One out of each division, you know what I mean? You know, I would like to see Stylebender go against other organizations. I need to see... Like, what, like, like, Michael, like a Michael Page? That'd be fun. So, Michael Page versus... Okay, that would be a fight. Michael Page, Michael Venom Page versus uh, Israel Zanya. That would be a fight I would like to see. Who I think I would, would win... Israel Zanya because he's more textile and technical with his stuff. I think that would still be a good fight. It would be. I'm getting sick and tired of Michael Venom Page. Like, once, too. <laughs> like it, so, that, so, Pitbull, who do you think Pitbull have a good fight with? Pitbull would go, oh, ooh, Pitbull versus Justin Gaethje. That'd be a fun fight. Yeah. Justin Gaethje versus Pitbull. Like, oh, man. The, the type of because they, they slug, bro. What about 205 now? 205. Um, Ryan Bader versus uh, Stipe. That's, that's heavyweight. That's a light heavyweight. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> my bad. Okay, my bad. Stipe oh. looks like a light heavyweight, dude. Um, Ryan, Ryan Bader's light heavyweight, though. Oh, yeah, he do fight. So, Ryan Bader versus... Um, I wouldn't say fucking. <laughs> uh, damn, bro. Who would I put Ryan Bader against in the UFC? Like, I would have to say, like. That champion will whoop his ass. Don't even say that. Yeah, that champion would. Uh, Blackovich would whoop his ass. If I'm if I'm trying to go for a fun fight, like a fun, good, like, slug fest, it. You got, you got to remember, you got Phil Davis over there at 205. Phil got, Davis. You got Phil Corey Davis, Davis versus. If you, if Yo Romero went up to two hundred five, I would do. But they they already got that coming up though. You know you know I'm gonna say this now. What about Terrell Fortune 
versus Francis. <laughs> Fortune got that wrestling pedigree. Mm-hmm. I well, think it would be a fun fight. You got to think about He never this. tested himself over there. I feel like he didn't test himself. Francis Nuganu has already went against the heavyweight's good wrestler already. He went against Curtis Blades yeah. and knocked him out twice. Like Curtis, but Curtis don't have no. I feel like Curtis don't got no fucking knockout power, yo. Like see, that. Curtis, see Curtis Blades. His technique is like this. He, if he can't strike with you, he'll try to take it down to the ground, and he'll try to shell up with you. And that's that's the part that I don't like about Curtis Blades, because he he has. And it seems like Curtis Blades can easily get knocked out too, because that uppercut from uh, what's his face was beautiful. Uh. What's his name? Uh, Derek Lewis. So I mean, Derek Knock, knocked his dick in the dirt. That's yeah, he he was stiff. You know, it's a it's a bad knockout when you're like cold, bro. But, but we also got to say this, man. I feel like this one fight made me say, man, you really got to put that that mid time in. You really got to put them technique, that combos, and get your combos to the next level. I think because I seen this this one knockout a couple months ago. We, uh, I was supposed to come over here and watch the fight. Yeah. Ryan Hall got knocked out so hey, fucking hey, bad. Hey, don't do this, man. I like Ryan Hall so much too. He was man. doing these spinning kicks, and that's his that's his thing. Like he's good with kicks like that. He was doing spinning kicks. And he was trying to get that 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 knee bar. Yeah, and he kept going for it. He and, was spamming the hell out there. And it, it was looking like a UFC game. It was looking like Mortal Kombat. And I feel like, like you gotta be overall. You look, you look at it all of them. And you're a black belt. Not like you're a black belt. The best. And you're like you're good at you. Like you're good at Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. But why are you going for the legs? And I think it was because the dude was good at jujitsu too. Test it out. I feel like even if you're going to do that, it's not back to UFC 1 no more. Right. You can't be Hoist Gracie no more. Yeah, learn some shit. You can't be Sakuraba. You got to be balanced now. That one trick pony shit is gone, man. It is. Because Nuganu figured that out. You can't just keep knocking motherfuckers out, but then when they take you to the ground and they tire you out, that power goes. And that's a that's a real testament, bro. When you literally when you have to keep getting back up, like you know, like when in sparring or in fighting, when you're literally get taken back down and you have to fight out of a clinch or fight out of being from under under someone, that same power that you had into a fight or you keep standing up. It's not going to be there. And Steve Bay took Francis Ngannou into the waters in the first fight. He did what he was supposed to do. And then, I don't know, he didn't learn his lesson from the second one. I feel, I feel like you, you can't, like, you got you to gotta equal it out. It's like making a mod player, right? Mm-hmm. How the fuck are you going to have your, your three at 95%? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, you're, uh, you're a cat player? You created fighter? You created, you know what I mean? You have a 95% three-point shot. Mm-hmm. But you get back on the court, somebody fucking shooting a three in your mouth, mm-hmm. take you to the hoop, but you don't got no defense. All right. You got you, All that shit got to equal out. 
It's that's why, and you know, and the funny thing is, MMA gyms—they're all MMA gyms. Like they teach all of them. So what are you not like? Why are you not? You just going to the jujitsu class and like, all right, I'm out. Yeah. Like you have to. Hey, <laughs> hey, I don't, I don't want to strike today, uh, Coach. I'll be back. Right, <laughs> right. Let me know when somebody want to grapple. Right. Or you go into the open mat. You go on the open mat, and you ain't sparring. Hey, hey, no MMA gloves. Right. We, all we open hands. Rolling. All open hands. We just rolling today. Like what? Like open mat is definitely designed for you to go and at least test it out the waters. I used to love open mat. Go to open mat and be like, well, your boxing's really good. Like, show me this, and you know, and that's when you really learn some stuff on the open mat or whatever. Or learn the other. You're paying for a membership. Why don't you just learn the other martial arts too? Go to that Muay Thai class. You know, go to that Muay Thai class. Then do your Brazilian, uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, your No Gi, your Gi. You know, or go to that uh, that boxing class and go to your, you know, your gi or no gi. Don't sit there and just go to those classes just because, oh, I'm just going to be a really good uh, uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu specialist. Okay. Uh, and if that's the case, then you might as well just keep going to paying ams. Because <laughs> you're going to get knocked the hell out if you don't know how to defend yourself properly. I or, feel or like... head movement. Like, I feel like... That's how a lot of people think, man. Like you said, that's a perfect example of how Ryan Hall didn't know what to do against someone that knew how to strike very well and also had very good jujitsu. And then like, he stuck there spamming a, a what's that, a Gucci roll? A, a, a Gucci roll? But people already know that's his MO. It is. That's his MO. Like, everybody know, if I get out this knee bar, I'm going to win this fight. I don't know why people practice knee bars like that, too. It's, it's... You know how hard you have to work for it? You, you have to do that roll into a knee bar to get a knee and it's, bar. And it's different, that, like, the whole... The leg with that glove on with no glove. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you trip up on your own glove, bro. It's hard to roll with a glove. It depends on how bulky the the glove is. Like if you're working with a, uh, if you're working with a, uh, what's what's those gloves back in the day, the the blue ones, the pride gloves. Yeah. I don't know how they did it, bro. Cause the padding on the glove is so thick, you can't even like pummel with somebody if you wanted to. Like MMA gloves, like the UFC gloves, are kind of like here or there. Like the newer ones are more thick than the old school ones. But, nah, man, learn different stuff. Stop going to class and, yeah, I'm going I'm to try this move on you or just keep going to the same stuff. And you're a black belt. Did you, um, I know it was, you know what I mean, locally, K-Zilla had a, a fight card. Did you see any of that? Okay, no, ain't that this, this, this upcoming, right? They just now, uh, oh, wait, no, you're, I'm thinking about Stellar. With, with COVID, you know what I mean, locally, fights are opening back up, amateur. Because um, I know Stellar's back. Or are you going to make a comeback or no? Not this year. Next year. Next year, I'm fighting like a motherfucker. If y'all don't know, I uh, just recently had a heart attack. Uh, he was eating. He was eating. He had the swan on his fork. No, I did not. I don't eat. I don't eat meat. I'm a vegan. Um, and fat vegan. 
Okay. And I officially, yeah, so some stuff happened to me, and yeah. Oh, that's a, that's scary another moment in life. That's another story. Why? Why as as black people we don't in general not say you was eating brawl, but we don't eat good. Okay, so this is what I have to say about that, and it's be so a lot of cultures that I've learned have what they call delicacy delicacies, right? So well, we eat hog malls to the, to the and we we're a, we still eat slave shit that we ate back then. I follow this uh this soul food page on my Facebook, and it's it this is argument that was said that like because this person was like chitlins and other shit like that, and this person said it. But they obviously they got outnumbered. So like, why are we still eating slave food that causes to have high blood pressure and you know shit like this? I ate chitlins when I was a kid. You know, hog mom. I almost lost my life to chitlins. <laughs> they didn't clip them right. Oh lord, dude! I saw a butthole in one of mine, bro. I stopped. So when side so, so note too, the clean chitlins to get all that poop out of them testes, man. It's impossible. It's, it smells like a crime scene on Dexter. How that, that it stinks, man. It smells so bad. I've, seen, anyway. I've seen good chit- like I've seen people cook good chitlins though. Like and they smell good and they taste good, but still don't eat the shit. I mean, it's just it, eat whatever you want. Hog malls and chitlins. If you want to eat, like I love chitlin, uh, chicken gizzards though. Those are my thing, but I don't I don't eat them anymore because I'm vegan now. Um, you got cauliflower hearts. <laughs> it's not even a, a cauliflower hearts. That's fried cauliflower. That's gizzards. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. They, also, they also got boneless people. They also got boneless vegan chicken. Bro, hold up. You said boneless yeah. chicken. Vegan. Ch- vegan chicken. <laughs> if it's vegan, there's no bones in general. It's like it's like a, a alternative for chicken. It. It's like an alternative to like chicken for vegans. Yeah. So like right now. Like I like so you don't cauliflower eat wings. So you don't eat eggs. So no, I don't eat eggs. I don't eat. I don't drink milk. I nothing with milk products. Do, do you do vegan? The vegan eggs, though. Yeah, I love vegan eggs. They said it's pretty good. Yeah, I uh, it's it's called just eggs, and um, it literally cooks like eggs do. It's in a a, a thing like a container, and you cook them. You can scramble them or whatever, make an omelet out of them. Dude, it, it, it literally, it sees them how you want them. They taste so good. Like, a vegan lifestyle that I chose, you know, it's it's good. For, I, I enjoy it. And I feel a whole lot better and healthier. Uh, you know what I mean? I, I, I can't leave the chicken alone. I ain't gonna lie. I'm a slave. I like the chicken. I like the fish. You like the chitlins? I like the, I like the shrimp. I like the crab. If I had to, I'll... I, I I'll eat, eat seafood again. I, I like I can't even put down the ground turkey. I, I like the ground turkey. So you just don't eat red meat. I eat steak once in a while. I ain't gonna lie. I like I like to see that that steak gush out. You know what I mean? That blood be <laughs> look like a Jason movie. I like my shit medium well. You know what I mean? Ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, what I mean? like I'm trying to get my red wings. I don't want like the blood like that. <laughs> Gross. So you like? So I mean, nothing wrong with eating in moderation. You know what I mean? I, I'm looking at man. I was I was watching this. I gotta reference this. It's called a podcast called I Am Athlete. 
It's real interesting. They had Style P's on there. Style P, the legendary rapper. Are you serious? They had him on there? Yeah, they had Style P on there. And he was talking about the food we put in our body. Mm-hmm. That shit's fuel, man. And, 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 and he said, it's like, you know what I mean? He was breaking it down. It was like using the reference of putting like, let's say you had a Mercedes, right? Uh-huh. And you know a Mercedes premium gas. And you put regular gas in it. Right. You know you're going to feel frog. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? What's, what's the word I'm trying to use? You're going to feel weird. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, feel bad. Yeah. Feel bad. It's not going to work like how it's supposed to work. That's how he was breaking down, like, eating bad decisions with food. You should, like, if you like, you should, like, people, let me say something. First of all. You get what you put in your yeah, body. So if you eat McDonald's. Before you fucking go work out or you, you eat McDonald's after feeling groggy after a long day of work, you're going to still continuously feel groggy after eating that McDonald's. Um, McDonald's is fucking awful any fucking way, especially if you live in heavy race. Um, but it's not, it's just how you have to, it's, it's best to eat natural stuff. Um, like, I like to eat, like, beans, like, fresh, like, dry beans. But it, it but it is... Is it is gluttony as a vegan though? Sometimes they yeah, eat too much starches. Yeah, and but the thing is, it shit gets processed. Everything's in high in fiber, so that you feel full when it comes out quick as anything. And I mean, there are fat vegans out there. You know, there's raw vegans. Um, you can eat. I mean, it depends on what it is. You know, but I bet you this: if it was a fat vegan, that fat vegan still outrun a person that eating all that nasty shit. I don't know. It's, it's it is some people that work. Some prime motherfuckers on that on that the toxic food. But anyway, man, this this the end of the episode, man. I got uh this rod on filter podcast. I'ma try to be more consistent, man. You know what I mean? We got leaks on here. Uh you you gotta say anything or are you are you gonna go back on the going nah, back on your shit or nah, no? I'm coming back. Where, I got, where can, and I where, still gotta release. I still gotta release the old stuff. You got, you got, you got, you got, you got content stocked up like the chronic. You yeah. know what I mean? But tell them where they can look at some of your old shit. And I'm going to Chocolate Cowboy Podcast on Spotify, um, and also iTunes, and also what about Anchor. What, what about your review thing? Tell them about your review thing. Also, you can find me on Nine TV on YouTube. Yeah, so nine TV N Y N E T V. Review music videos, music videos, movies, all that. And you also review dick pills. That's another story. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell on nobody. Um, um, but all right, guys, y'all. I hope I hope y'all enjoyed this episode, man. This episode again is called Cigar and Bullshit Talk. I'm your host Rod, and and my guest host, guest co-host Leaks, and we out. Bye.